0: Warning. Ian hates music. Adults only. Explicit content. Bad language. Controversial topics. Ian hates music. Warning. Welcome, everyone, to another anniversary show. I believe this is going to be part three of the Ian Hates Music anniversary show. My name is Ian, and I'm going to introduce my special guest. He is the Jackson. He is Jack City. He is Jackety. And he is on the Sinner's Line right now. Jackety, how are you doing? The Sinner's Line.
1: I love it. (laughs) I am doing good friends how are you mr
0: ian hates nice to hear from you man and i'm doing okay i've just been talking a fuck ton this whole week
1: oh that's not good
0: well i mean i hope people enjoy it but it's just been a lot of prep work like a lot of getting these episodes out but i really do actually like the idea of catching up with all these different people that have different opinions on what's happening in the scene you know
1: Oh yeah, dude. And I think the people listening are gonna like it too. It's cool.
0: I hope so. So Jackson, right away, how is Texas? How's everything going right now?
1: Well, Texas is fucking cold right now. What? Uh, that's I'm sure it's not colder
0: than where you're at, obviously. Yeah, was it sixty? No, fuck you. You fuck face.
1: <laughs> Tomorrow it's even supposed to like sleet of how cold it is. It's dropping to the thirties and it's freezing and it's gonna Whoa. rain all day. Well yeah.
0: Won't they, like, call off work and school and everything? Is, <laughs> like, if there's any ice whatsoever, Texas shuts down.
1: That's, that's so true. I'm not excited about driving to work. I drive, like, an hour and a half to go to work. Holy shit. Yeah, driving in that is going to fucking suck. Wow. But other than that, Texas is cool. Oh, God. And I'm so sorry. that I don't like to talk sports on the music <laughs> shit. But right now, the Cowboys are doing good ah. in NFL. Yep. So you know how fucking Texas sports is. Everyone's just. Uh, dude it's everywhere on the news and everything so that's really been aggravating me but other than that i'm doing good in texas
0: <laughs> well that's good i do like to hear that for sure so we are going to switch it up for this episode obviously we don't want to do the same things that we've been doing over and over again on all these different parts of you know the anniversary show first one had grace Sorensen from charlatan and sex cells on part two we had ty return Ty Rock City was in the house and we did a lot of different things there. We are going to hit on one more topic that we did with Ty here with Jackson as well but like I said, we're switching it up so how about we start this episode with our favorite part of the show?
1: Let's can do
0: it you want to say that again?
1: Let's fucking do it <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, Jackson, it is our favorite part of the show. We have not done this together for a while now. It's been a while. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, no, that shit's back, though. Hey, you're lucky I'm not busting out the Franz and Frankie soundboard. All right. Oh, please. No, that's a a
1: 2017 dead meme.
0: Oh, no, everyone loves it. (laughs) It's the biggest thing in 2019. Remember, the scene is returning in 2019.
1: That's true. That's true. The old is now new
0: so weird man it's so weird but for people that aren't used to the show obviously you know hearing jackson's a little bit new for you but what we're going to do right now is we're going to do our favorite part of the show which is album reviews and we are going to begin with the band treasures treasures which is so weird because it almost sounds like treasures but it's treasures s-h-r-e-z-z-e-r-s and if you look at that word Imagine it being spelled and have the exact same marketing as the website Brazzers. That's what they did. That's exactly what they did. Oh,
1: I just noticed that.
0: Oh, you're an idiot. And don't lie to people. You fucking do. I
1: swear I didn't notice that.
0: You've been on Brazzers so much, it's just a regular thing for you.
1: Nah, dude, I don't use Brazzers, dude.
0: Oh, let's go into all the (laughs) porn sites you do use, though, Jackson. (laughs)
1: I've, I only have one stop, but I'm not going to it. It's a furry website.
0: Oh, see, I thought you were talking about, like, GameStop. You just go to their bathroom.
1: <laughs>
0: and but it's um, sh- what, what was that? <laughs> <laughs> I said it's ma'am. Oh, look at they you with the me. viral videos.
1: Yeah, that that's me.
0: Yeah, we can't touch that. Otherwise, we'll get fired from everything. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, Treasures' album is called Relationships and it's an independent release they are russian prog metal and it's definitely prog metal because there's barely any structure or focus
1: that's the main thing to take from this for sure and by the way i didn't know they're russian so that's interesting to know
0: yeah they're on the same like the same track as wildways i would say mm. like not exactly the same because wildways is more like metalcore electronicore but i'm sure yeah. they hang out because they're from the exact same city as well.
1: Oh, that's cool. And they're both, I think, like, the main thing also from both of them is that they both are fun. That That's my big takeaway, I've noticed. They have a For lot of fun.
0: sure. Yes, fun is the way to put this. So let's go into it a little bit. 13 tracks. There's one intro track, one intro track, I believe I said, and no filler after that, which I thought was pretty cool. This is, I believe, their first full-length album. And... Should we just say it right now, they have a dedicated Sax player.
1: <laughs> you're fucking dude. and and I'm all for it. I really am. I like it.
0: I look we'll we'll get more into it, obviously. I thought this was really interesting because not only do they have a dedicated Sax player, which means they kind of actually don't have as many regular breakdowns, they just have spots where they allow Sax solos to happen, which yeah. I thought was really, really interesting. And then also, their drummer does unclean vocals, and then their main vocalist does the clean vocals.
1: Yeah, and and it's funny that you say the whole uh, drummer doing the unclean vocals and stuff like that, because they literally tell you in the intro track. (laughs) The fucking intro (laughs) track, dude. That shit's hilarious.
0: I will tell you, I almost turned it off. (gasps) Yeah. During, so they have a first track called The Forward. It's like a minute 30 and I almost turned off the album and didn't give it a chance because I hated that so much.
1: Dude, That's what got me into the album. Of course <laughs> it did. I'm not even kidding. Of
0: course it did. <laughs>
1: when so, it was done, I was so fucking hyped for it. I was like, oh, dude, hell yeah, man. I, I want to be in the elevator with these fuckers.
0: Of course you would. Any time to get in the elevator with guys, Jackson's all about it.
1: Oh, that's <laughs> a good idea. <one>, yeah. <laughs> I guess I kind of set myself up for that one, but you
0: did, you did. Well, you're still an ass. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> so please tell the audience what that forward actually had in it.
1: So there's these two males and like, just talking about, like, they sound like they're high, right? Or is that my, the only one that took that from, it? it sounds like they're trying like a stoner voice.
0: Do you ever watch family guy or did you ever watch family guy? Not really. Oh, okay. They have two foreign guys that they have on the show every once in a while and they don't really know how to talk English and they sound exactly like, I think they were doing that bit on uh, this, just putting in their own jokes and everything. That's what I think. That it makes is. Sense. Yeah.
1: Okay. That ma- that makes more sense. I just took it as like two stoners having a conversation about, they, they include this one cheesy line or they're like, yeah, bro relationships. And then the other guy's like, no, dude, Relationships. (laughs) And I'm just like, not the fuck. (laughs) And then they're just like, yeah, dude. And then go down this elevator. The elevator gets stuck. And then they're like, well, fuck, we can listen to that new Shredgers album I was talking about. And it's just like, oh, fuck, dude. And then the album starts. Yeah.
0: But you loved it, though.
1: I fucking loved it. I love the intro actually more than
0: 90% of the songs. (laughs) Well, (laughs) so... Just as we mentioned before, so it goes into now there's going to be 12 tracks, which is front to back, no filler. Yeah, I would say maybe a negative part for it would be that they all did kind of blend together for me. They did. But they are a talented band, and I think that's the thing. It's a fun album. You can tell they have talent. They're not going to necessarily blow you away in any major sense, but I guarantee you haven't heard a band like this for a really, really long time, if ever.
1: Yeah, that, that's why I took it, too, because it was, like, super interesting to listen to, because, like, not, a, it's like you said, there's talent, and you can hear it very well. It, it doesn't sound like just a bunch of mumbled, mixed-up shit all in one. Like, even the saxophone, it's like, yo, know, yeah, you hear saxophone in a metalcore song, basically, but, you know, to others, that doesn't make sense, but they make it work somehow, and it yeah. sounds like, It it sounds like it would almost be weird if it didn't have the saxophone for some reason because they made it like that. So it's, it's like, cool what they do there.
0: Right. Yeah, I totally agree. It's almost like, and I wouldn't, it would be too much of a compliment to give their clean vocalist to be like, oh, yeah, this sounded a little bit like Slaves, but it kind of does with unclean vocals and a sax. But don't expect him to have, like, Johnny Craig's voice. It's not like that. But there is a feel to it that you'd be like, oh, if you like Slaves, you'd probably like this band.
1: Yeah, and and it kind of a little bit reminded me of Issues a little bit too. Not old Issues, not good Issues, like new Issues. <laughs> 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 not saying that this band was bad or nothing, but it sounded like it had some Issues influence in
0: it. I could see a little Tyler Carter in there.
1: Yeah, yeah. mainly vocally, that's
0: what I meant. Yeah. For sure, and then they have way more, you know, well, I was about to say clean vocals. They have way more unclean vocals than New Issues does. Oh, for sure. And I would definitely say I would rather listen to this than New Issues.
1: A hundred percent.
0: Yeah. So, and by the way, for anyone, Jackson's voice went a little robotic there. His Wi-Fi still isn't complete, but he said one hundred percent.
1: Yes, my <laughs> robot voice.
0: It is happens every a once in a factor. It yeah. does. But hey, look, we're giving free content to people. They gotta deal with it. All right. Deal with it. Deal with it. So, yes. Goodness. Was there anything else you want to say? Because what I would say to people is, give this a shot. They're, they don't yeah. really have the marketing because they're from Russia. It's the same thing with Wild Ways. They've been around for a ton of time, but they don't really have the marketing. But give this a shot. It's on streaming services. See what you think about it. It was different. And that's it was different and weird. And I like different and weird. So, give it a chance. I wouldn't put it on like top albums of all time. But it's it's there, and it makes me want to hear more from them.
1: Yeah, that, that's how I feel about it, too. It's just really interesting to listen to, so it's really worth your time.
0: Yep. So once again, we're not going to play any clips today because we've got a shit ton to talk about. So once again, it's Treasures, Relationships, and it's an independent release. Next up, we've got the band Offended by Everything with Evergreen. And this is on Standby Records. Now I was les- I was slightly confused because "Offended by Everything" is my new nickname for the Amity Affliction. So <laughs> <laughs> got him, <'em>. got him.
1: <laughs> but we'll get to that later.
0: We'll get to that later. That's stay tuned, everyone. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. But not to take anything away from this band, because I actually fucking love this band. So Ooh. "Offended by Everything." pop-punk, post-hardcore, screamo from the great Dallas, Texas. Oh, shit. How did you not know that? that? What? What the fuck? Are you even part of the scene, Jackson? Oh,
1: man. Don't do this to me. Not on on live television in front of all these people. All these people.
0: I've had so many Dallas bands on here that you have never heard of.
1: Bullshit. (laughs) This one, yes. But not the others.
0: Uh Hmm, I don't think so. Anyways, Offended by Everything, this is their second EP, I believe. Five tracks. The vocals are way more dirty pop punk mixed with uncleans. And I was actually very surprised that this band still goes by pop punk. Because for sure, there's a couple tracks that sound a little bit more pop punk. But I would say this sounds like old school fucking 2000 screamo.
1: That's what I thought too. When I when I first played the album, I said, "Oh, it's gonna be a pop punky p." Cause I didn't hear like of offended by everything before I you know went into it. Right. And then I'm listening to it. And I said, "Oh no, this isn't a fucking punky p. This is, it, it does sound like an old school like screamo type EP."
0: And I love that. You know, I'm all I'm all about that. So I very much enjoyed that. I would think that they've got to have multiple vocalists. But I could be wrong, I've never had a chance to see them live, so I'm not exactly sure. But, you know, they're kind of that self-described pop-punk band, but they switch between clean and unclean vocals quite a bit.
1: Yeah, they sure do.
0: So I very much enjoy that. And really, I mean, Dead Weight, the first track, I thought that was a lot of fun.
1: That was my favorite one.
0: It's great, right? Yeah. Yeah. I love the line, you remind me of regret. I really enjoyed Ooh. that for some reason. That that spoke to me. And then they even have the spoken word to explain the situation like yeah. halfway through the track, which is so two thousands.
1: Yeah, exactly. That that's what I was thinking too. As soon as the spoken word came on, I was like, Okay, yeah, they're really going for that sound here. Like they're you know, it's it's done on purpose.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And then they've got gang vocals and other tracks. They've got, you know, acoustic beginnings that go right into the guitar. It just it has that early 2000s feel to it, and I really enjoyed it. They're not going to win any awards for, like, best vocals or anything like that, I don't think. Yeah. But I like that kind of, like, raw, dirty, pop-punk, screamo, post-hardcore. Like, I'm a big fan of that.
1: Yeah, it's nothing that, like, you could tell just... It's not, like, um something you could just take out of every song, like, individual talent. It's just all together sounds really really good It's just a good ass band yeah period. it's not like oh shit you got to hear this you got to hear this guy's drum or you got to hear this guy's vocals no it's just really good damn music all together and it brings you that vibe of you know back in the day listening to that good ass music
0: yeah this is a band i want to see live like they better come oh, up yeah. to the east coast so i can see them live
1: oh yeah for sure. i bet you they would be good live
0: i i can't imagine they wouldn't be <laughs> Honestly, yeah. what's really funny, too, is I like that instead of ending the EP with the full emo acoustic song, they <laughs> did that second to last. And I can't yeah. be guessing a little bit there. So I enjoyed that. I would say really the only maybe issue that I had with this EP is that production wise, it was very, very raw. Now, if they were trying to get that whole like live feel, we're jamming out and this is what we do kind of sound, then they hit the you know, they hit it right there on the mark. But if they were trying for a way more clean sound, then that did not work for them.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. You can really especially tell it with the drum work. It yeah. just didn't sound like as clean. As you're talking, that was the main thing I noticed. Not so much with the vocals, which is sometimes a really good thing, because I hate, like, super processed vocals. Yes, right. But with the drums, you can definitely tell that it was super raw. But like you said, if they were going for that, then, then they fucking did it. It wasn't really, like, an issue for me. No. But it's something that you can definitely tell.
0: No, it's just... You know, we've been doing this for years. And when you talk about an album, you need to let people know. Like, for instance, Treasures, who we just talked about, they have processed vocals.
1: Oh, for For, sure.
0: For sure. This, though, absolutely not. And I liked that live, raw feel that they brought to this. I don't know. I I was blown away by this. I just, I had so much fun listening to it. It took Mm -hmm. me back to, and I'm not a nostalgic person, but it took me, like, back to the type of music that I really love. So I very much enjoyed it. I hope everyone goes out and listens to them, go see them live. You know, they're only on their second EP, so they've got plenty of room to grow for sure. But these are the type of bands that need support now. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I agree. And I feel ashamed that I haven't even seen them in Dallas because I've actually been going to a couple of shows and, you know, they're always our local bands. Like just the other day, I went to a show and saw a friend of the show, Lost in the Separation, who you had. Yes,
0: right. And yeah. I see these
1: bands all the time, but for some reason, I don't know why the fuck, I haven't seen Offended by Everything yet.
0: Well, I think it, and honestly, it might go back a little bit to the fact that in Dallas, you've got that whole great deep Ellum area where there yeah. are concerts going on all the fucking time.
1: Yeah, no, you're, you're not wrong, dude. Yeah. Every single night.
0: And since you still kind of live out in the sticks. It's harder for yeah. you to come in all the fucking time.
1: It really is. Yesterday, and I know this is super random, but yesterday <laughs> I missed uh, the infamous tour of the um, Amity Affliction, Silent Planet, and, you know, I'm so Bad sorry. Omens. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it wasn't big enough for me to go.
0: No. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, uh, you're hashtag Team Bad Omens, so I yeah, get it. Hashtag sure. font too small. No, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Sorry, we're taking "Offended by Everything's" time. So I just want to say once again, Jackson really enjoyed this EP. I yep. fucking love this EP. I thought this was a great way to start the year off because I really, oh, yeah. really enjoyed like all these, and we'll get to the last one in a bit. But so once again, go ahead and check out "Offended by Everything" Evergreen on Standby Records.
1: Oh, and I forgot, their album cover, or their EP cover, I actually really like it, too. I thought it was cool. The little family portrait.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I had to add that in, I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, we didn't talk about Treasures, either, which is fucking weird as fuck. I I didn't like that one.
1: It wasn't worth mentioning.
0: Well, you're a racist, so. (laughs) What? (laughs) What the fuck, dude? You can't do that to me? In front of all these people? Don't worry, you'll be able to call me a racist later. It's fine.
1: Okay, okay, cool, cool,
0: cool. Yeah, no problem. So... (laughs) Oh, I hope people get jokes. I, know. I, I really hope they do. They really don't because everyone's offended by everything. See, it works hey. perfectly. I just want, honestly, I want to go to their show and buy a ton of merch that just says offended by everything because then I can just laugh at people as well.
1: <laughs> they know that you are offended by everything.
0: I'm offended by you. Of course you are. Oh, no. I missed you, buddy. Oh, shit, dude. I miss being here with you. Dude. <laughs> All right, enough of this fucking hug fest. Let's get uh-huh. to our last review of the night. We've got Stories Through Storms, Echo, and it's an independent release. This is metalcore slash post hardcore. Now, they've only been around for, I think it's like five years, but they're on their 30p. And now, Jackson, I'm not sure if you remember this, but in 2017, I believe you might have still been on the show. Maybe it was Dave, but we reviewed their. Uh, EP from 2017, it's called What Keeps Me Up All Night, and we reviewed it positively, and I really love that EP, and it stuck with me for a while.
1: I wasn't on the show at that time, Okay, Uh, but when I'm listening to this one, this was the first time I heard of Echo. So like when I was hearing this this new EP, I went back and heard the other ones. Oh, okay. So that I can know, and it was a damn good EP. Yeah. So I know what you're talking about. But no, I wasn't on the show. At
0: the okay. Time. All right. Yeah, I have been, you know, increasingly impressed with what they've been able to do. And now this EP itself is six tracks. They've got dual vocalists. I know that one for sure. And for some reason, sometimes they sound like they're from the UK to me. They do. They really right? Do. Am I wrong about that? But no. what's surprising, though, is they're from Kansas. <laughs> so it's it's farther away from the UK than I am right now.
1: That was so anticlimactic. You think they're from the UK, but
0: they're from Kansas. They're from Kansas. I think they are friends with friends of the show, Young Medicine, if I'm oh, not mistaken. Cool. So yeah. So I might work to get them on the show. Maybe even offended by everything, too, because I think they would be fun to be on the show. But anyways, Agreed. side stories. I thought it was funny, but... They do have cleans and uncleans throughout the entire EP. I always am a fan of dual vocalists. I think that brings a lot more to a band. It's the reason why I like Saving Vice so much. I just always enjoyed that. If both people are putting in a lot of work, which Stories Through Storms are. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And then, you know, when you, when you talk about this EP itself, they change directions a lot. They mm-hmm. they actually, I think with this EP, they appeal to the masses because they hit so many different styles of metalcore and post-hardcore. Would you agree with that?
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and, and they do it very well, too. That's the biggest thing I took from it. Like, they're very consistent yes. in their sound, but without sounding cookie cutter at the same time.
0: Right. Because you can even say, I can pick out maybe two or three times on the EP that they do And a day to remember, lead up and (laughs) breakdown, but it still works. I'm not like, oh, you're copying them. I'm just like, fuck yeah, this is fun.
1: Yeah, it's not a copying thing. It's more like a taken inspiration from it.
0: Right. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, mixing it with a lot of other different parts of post, you know, post hardcore and metalcore. They do, you know, there are some anthemic songs. There's some Mm -hmm. stuff that's definitely like sing along group vocals. I I really, I mean, I don't know how you felt about this, but Locked Away, the single that they had, it's catchy as fuck.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Really catchy. And when he screams Locked Away, it's just like, it's one of those awesome. You feel it. Yeah. And those unclean, like the passion in the unclean vocals. I fucking love it.
1: Yeah, I agree. You really feel it with this band. Like every, every word they say, even like just the simplest things, like Locked Away, Anything they say, they say, like, with a certain passion. That's, That's fucking awesome. And, I mean, I guess my only problem is they don't have a damn album yet.
0: Yeah, and I try not to hold that against bands anymore because of how expensive it oh, really yeah. is to do it. But they're another band I would love to see live as well. But, yeah, I also wanted to mention, so the only, like, weirder track that I found was that final track, Spectrum because that had like the part wrapping in it. yeah. But even the part wrapping also had this like melodic backing vocals, which made it work. And then it has a feature from a woman called Leah Siri, I think. And she's from a band called All Hail. And I'm going to have to check out that band because I never heard of them before. But I thought yeah, that yeah. worked you know, really, really well. And then there's some really good uncleans in here. That sounded spot on plot like, yeah, you know what I mean like and Landon Tours is one of the best unclean vocalists out there. and when 100%. someone can, yeah, when someone can do something that's similar to him, I mean there's talent there,
1: yeah and and it makes you think what else can they do and and it's like you said like with the album, I know those things are expensive but I feel like with an album, this band can really, really shine. Cause like, let's say like with Spectrum, it's a weird track. Right. Yeah. But I feel like it wouldn't be as weird. It took longer to get to. It's so weird. Like when you have an album, you like ride out a certain vibe, like from beginning to end. So when things come, they come differently. Like Mm -hmm. whenever you hear them and like in an EP, it's like when you go from, when you're differentiating between only five or six songs, And every song sounds different, it's like, oh, you know, where's their consistent sound at? But, you know, with an album, you don't actually get that thing. And I feel like with them, if they had one, it's like really exercise all they can do. They would like even blow us away even more because the EPs are damn good.
0: Yeah. No, that's a good way to put it. I think this band would also be really good at doing a concept album, a full length concept album. You know what I mean? That I think would be great. And yeah, I mean, this is still the band that if you go back to that previous EP, I think they have a track where at the end, they leave it on for like a minute and a half where they're just laughing in the background. Yeah. So they do weird shit. That definitely happens. But it doesn't take away from how good the stuff they're putting out is. Yeah. So yeah, man, I can't say enough good things about this. I loved every track. I love the different dynamics that they were working with. It didn't get stale. They're working with elements that could obviously get stale, but it doesn't happen with this band. And I think that's that—that's like a badge of honor nowadays. So I very much enjoyed that. Melodic, catchy, just something that I think everyone should listen to. I agree. Anything else we want to say about this EP?
1: No, that, just that the fact that people should check it out for sure. There are other EPs too.
0: Yeah. They're another one of those bands too that it would be great if you can support them. Buy merch, you know, I know you can't pre-order it anymore because it's out, but maybe pick it up, go see them live, because they really deserve your support for sure. So once again, that's Stories Through Storms, Echo, and it's an independent release.
1: Do you think we're going to kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine? You're mistaken, my friend. Take yourself self-righteous
0: poster, wannabe writer, candy-ass pencil, shove it up your ass! Now we're going to get into some controversy. Are you ready for Ooh, this?
1: My favorite part.
0: I think if anyone ever gets triggered, they might want to skip ahead.
1: Agreed. Especially since me and you always have like the takes that not everyone has on social media, you know what I mean?
0: I think that's the way it's going to be. Yep, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so here it is, Ian's insights. All right, Jackson. So now on part two of another anniversary show for Ian Hates Music, Ty and I, Ty and I, I always love saying that. Ty and I.
1: Ty and I.
0: Ty and I went ahead and we talked about the whole controversy with the Amity Affliction. Now, I read the entire you know tweet barrage that Joel Birch put out on that episode. <laughs> so we're not going to do that now. We are going to assume that people already know the basics of the story, okay? Yeah. So let's go ahead and just go with the general issue at hand. So since I've already talked a little bit about this with Ty, and I have more things to say, I'm not going to restate the same points, but I have different ways to say you know, some of this stuff. What I want to do with you is I want to hear your opinion on what happened.
1: Well... So, from what I picked up, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'll be honest with you, I didn't do a huge ton of looking into it because of how annoying.
0: Because you're lazy. Be.
1: No, no, <laughs> no, no. It, it started off with, with me hearing people like backing Joel Burke. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I, I like Amity Affliction. Let's see what this is all about. <laughs> and then I see his barrage of tweets and the way he said it. So, Remember, I didn't know anything before. I just saw his tweets. Right. And then I saw the part where he said, you know, if you're going to wear something, basically a swastika in here. Yes. You know, this and this. And I said, oh, shit, someone fucking wore a swastika in there? That's, that's you know, fuck that guy. You sure. know what I mean? So I was, like, kind of on his side when I read that. Then <laughs> I did some research ah. and I saw... But it was just a fucking punk ass kid wearing a Trump jersey into the venue. And that's all it was. And Joel Birch decided to stop all these grown men from playing music to pull out a under 18 year old kid probably supporting president of you know of our country. And I think that is just so fucking funny. It is stupid (laughs) and it's funny because Joel, but I'll be honest with you. Like, I call like, him, By like, the way, I, know...
0: I call him Joel. Is it Joel? I don't know. I don't Joel know. sounds like a chick's name.
1: Well, whatever. I mean, honestly, if you asked me back in the day, I'd probably like give you a whole th- why I think why. But fuck his how to pronounce his name because he's, <laughs> he's a moron. <laughs> I don't like Trump at all. And I, I know don't... we don't go into politics here. I'm not on that kid's side, by the way. I think the kids. I mean, if you're wearing Trump's shirt, I think you're fucking whatever.
0: But... Well, here's the deal. Actually, let's just say it because people don't understand context. And I had to do this with Ty as well. Yeah. Jackson and I do not like Trump. We are not Trump supporters. At we all. don't fucking care about any of that shit. That is not how we, you know, act, you know, when we're out in the real world. We do not like Trump. I personally do not like politics at all. I don't like the Democrats and I don't like the Republicans. That's me. So, I come from a different point of view than a lot of people so i think that kid is a dick because i would never wear trump merchandise right but i'm also not a fucking moron to say (laughs) you should not be able and i'm being i'm being i think stronger i'm having stronger language here than i did with ty because since you didn't hear the episode ty was on joel's side (gasps) oh <gasps> what so i only argued against ty's side if you that see must what have I mean. been
1: a good conversation to listen to i can't wait to hear
0: that i think i monopolized a lot of it <laughs> okay 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 <laughs> but it was good like that's why i like doing the show with different people is because you mm-hmm. never know like ty would not like if you looked at ty And how he reacts to music in general, and how he reacts to people, like when they make fun of something or whatever. Ty almost makes fun of everything. So for him not to be on the side of the kid was actually surprising for me.
1: That's what I thought, too. Right. Uh, That's why when you said that, I said, wow, I did not expect that.
0: Right. So... I'm going to be a little stronger here because I think it's I think it's more funny. I think we were maybe we were having more of a serious conversation in the past part. Now I want to kind of have some fun. But what I couldn't believe was how many people came to his aid from other musicians. And we did talk about this before, but Garrett Russell of Silent Planet was on his side. Now I know they are on the same tour, but I trust Garrett To give his accurate opinion, and I know for a fact, at least he said it on the show, he's been on the show, he said he hated Hillary and he hated Trump. Yeah. So unless his opinions have changed that drastically, it seems surprising. Now, he did tweet and say that the kid called them cucks, but I still don't know if that happened at their merch table or during their set.
1: It was done at the merch table, apparently. Because that part I actually did see because okay. whenever I saw Garrett tweet about it and he was like basically taking Joel's side, which I didn't like. I think that's the first time I've actually ever disagreed with Garrett Wow. because I I agree with him on like every, you know, religious aspect and everything like right. that. Sure. This was the first time that I read his tweet and I was like, oh man, I, I did not like that. You should not <laughs> be side. It just looks very like ungenuine because, you know, they're on the same tour. So I feel like it's kind of obligated for them to support each other, whether they actually do or not. Sure. Which, which sucks because I don't like to look at it from like a business type of stance, right. but I feel like that might've been inspired. You kind of have to. Inspired. Yeah. And so I didn't like seeing that, but then I saw um, him say that the guy was lecturing them about his, uh, their silent planets heal us shirts. You know yep. how that's like their brand is that heal us shirt from, you know, from all that stuff that they have on the back. Yeah, and the kid apparently was like lecturing them on like you know, don't heal us of homophobia and stuff like that because he's like super far right that you know, gay is not on his side or whatever the yeah. fuck. Well, like the kids, called them douche. cucks or whatever. Yeah. But,
0: the kid's a definite douche. I don't know how old yeah. he is. He's a douchebag. There's no doubt about that. I think the thing would have been if during their set, if he had been instigating fights. With the crowd, if he had been, you know, abusive to the crowd or the band while they were on, and then Joel goes, "Oh shit, I saw what happened to Silent Planet. I'm going to address this when I get on stage." Completely fine. I'm not saying that Joel should not have said anything. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. The whole point of what I think Jackson and I are saying is that you should have the freedom to do what you want.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: As long as it's not hurting somebody, right? Right. So in my opinion, from the stories that I've been told about this night, the kid did not hurt anybody. So why is Joel taking his time out to be so weak?
1: Yeah. And, and there's this one perspective that I really liked and, you know, Eric July from backwards. Oh,
0: we talked did about that. Did you see his yes, tweet? Yes, I did. I
1: did. That was my favorite one right. because it, because like you know, I was reading Joe's tweets and he's like, yeah, if you're Hispanic, Latino, this and that, which I am. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, saying that, you know, he's making us comfortable and stuff like that. And then Eric July tweeted him saying, you don't. why do you think that Hispanic, Latinos, not African-American, that everything like that are so weak that we would let someone in a Trump jersey walking by us? Like, would that affect us in any way? Right. Because if someone, I mean, I live in fucking Texas, dude. This, this state, it bleeds red, okay? <laughs> right. I see Trump shit all the time. If you think that that shit gets to me, you're out of your fucking mind, or I would already have blown my brains out by now. Because, right. Because, I mean, I'm like, for real, you know how Texas is. It is a red state. Oh, It yeah. is Trump everything. All my friends, Trump supporters. But here's the thing. They're still my fucking friends. Right. I'm not calling them out. Because they're Trump supporters. So if a, someone is, you know, if I'm watching my favorite band, Amity Affliction, perform, and I see someone with Trump shit in front of me, it doesn't even deter me from what I'm there for. Right. So what is the point in deterring it to him? You're actually giving him the attention he wanted. Because I'm gonna be honest with you, I don't like the kid. I don't think Joel should have called him out for it. But I guarantee you, the kid wore the thing to stir some shit. I'm gonna be. I think when sure. you put that on, you do it as a point.
0: Right. And I think, and this is a point that I made with Ty, and let's see if this gets across here as well. Let's say, for instance, I would say every scene band that we go to see, probably 98% of them are against Trump, right? Right. I mean, it's a small, small fraction. I don't think I've ever seen a band come out and say anything positive about Trump.
1: It would be career suicide.
0: Yeah. In our scene. So now what happens with that is, now the bands themselves become the establishment. And that means that for our scene, we're used to fighting back against something. So wouldn't that mean that there's going to be a group of people that are then going to be anti-establishment, which actually means wearing Trump shit? Yeah, You exactly. see what I mean? Like it's a It weird... just divides more. Exactly. And that's the thing. If no one had brought it up, that kid wouldn't have gotten the attention that he wanted.
1: Exactly. He gave him the attention that he wanted. The kid even if you love his tweet, he says shit like, Yeah, I'm gonna wear my my Trump stuff today. Who's gonna join me in doing it? Right. The kid wants attention and the biggest the headlining ban when you know that one came out for gave yep. him that attention. Exactly. The front man of that of the biggest band on the bill gave him the attention that he wanted.
0: Right. And look, if fucking buddy from Senses Fail doesn't fall for that shit.
1: What yeah. is Joel
0: doing? Come on. Exactly. like Buddy's the easiest. Like, I think Buddy's a smart guy, but he's the easiest person to bait ever.
1: Yeah, he's easily triggerable.
0: Yeah. So how come he didn't do anything? Like, he had to have been smarter than that to know. Because now, seriously, like, think about it this way. Now you go to concerts, people know they're going to get attention, What happens when you start getting those groups of people that wear Trump merchandise the same way straight-edge kids used to beat the fuck out of people? Do you remember that? Yeah. There was a time where you didn't fuck with certain shows because if straight-edge people went. It wasn't you'd be like, oh, they're pussies. They're straight-edge. Yeah, maybe. But 20 or 30 of them kicking your fucking teeth in, like that's what they did. Yeah. That's for people that actually know about live music and know the scene. That was a thing. So what happens now when you start a new gang of people that want that kind of attention?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It's a weird situation. Well, the the weird thing too, and for what Eric July said, which I thought was fucking great as well. So Joel had mentioned in his tweets that you shouldn't do anything at a concert that intimidates or causes discomfort to people. Which is fucking ridiculous. Because that's what what music's supposed to do. Dude, The people that Amity Affliction learned how to do music from, they made people uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's what our music is supposed to do. That's what we're we're about. We're about being anti-establishment. We're about being not the mainstream. Yeah. And they're telling people, like, think of how many things that happen at a concert that specifically cause people discomfort and harm. Think about it. (laughs) Any mosh pit... Any crowd surfing, drinking, like everything that goes on is some type of discomfort to somebody. But are we supposed to stop that? No, it's like Amity Affliction.
1: I can't tell you a number of songs that they have where their lyrics, They, they have quite a bit of lyrics that make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Does that does that make me have to lash out against him for making me uncomfortable?
0: Yes, it no, does. Uh. It.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> according to fucking Joel, whatever the fuck, like every whatever, every time he talks shit on religion and this and that, which he does a lot.
0: Yes, yes, he yeah,
1: does. Yeah, sure. I don't agree with it, and it makes me uncomfortable sometimes to listen to it because I'm enjoying say these things because you know, Amity Affliction's a damn good band to me, uh, but that doesn't deter me away from them, and it doesn't make me think, oh, you know, I, I can't fuck with them anymore because of that. Yeah. No, sometimes uncomfortable shit is actually what makes it more fun. And right. that's what attracts you to it. That's what I thought the point of scene also was.
0: Right. That's what I thought too. But I mean, look, I will say this in Joel's defense, that he doesn't want to cause any harm or discomfort to people. I get it. So I'm assuming that on their set list they're not playing anything from misery. Shut the fuck up. Ah, I'm not saying you on
1: that. I like misery. God, I no. can't believe shut shut your mouth. <laughs> I like misery, so you can get that shit out of here. We're not agreeing on that.
0: You should love my Hitler joke that I made in the last episode when it comes out.
1: Ooh, a Hitler joke.
0: Oh, yeah. It was really good. Ty didn't laugh as much. Crushed. He did kind of He did kind of laugh, but you'll fall you'll <laughs> on the ground. It'll be <laughs> hilarious. But no, but honestly, though, I can't believe that people in our scene are telling people what not to wear. It's, yeah, it's that, insanity to me. Like, we get it. Don't wear anything from a hate group. But I really like that you point that out in his tweet that he specifically said that a Trump merchandise, anything that says Trump on it, is on the exact same level as a swastika. Do you know how fucking insane that is? That is insane. First of all, it's sad, it's embarrassing, and really it's dangerous. It's really dangerous to start talking like that. I and agree. I know some people do. I know the media talks about it sometimes. I know people have. But to assume that anyone who likes Trump is a racist or anyone that has his symbols, that that's on the the level like, I mean, how terrible is that for someone who actually understands what Hitler did, what the Nazis did?
1: Yeah, no, you're right.
0: All right, I don't know if people can hear that car, but we're going to talk anyways. So <laughs> I think that's crazy. And then if you notice at the end, he mentions, you're not welcome. Or he says something very similar. It's like, you are not welcome yeah. or you're not welcome. I here, wish somehow. you weren't a
1: fan is what he said.
0: Yeah, he said, I wish you weren't an Amity fan. I wish you weren't an Amity fan. And then he also says, you're not welcome here. And you're not welcome does not mean you can't go But that word has changed or that phrase has changed over the years to really mean you're not allowed to show up. Now, that doesn't mean cops would stop you, but it does mean that other things can happen because someone has told you that. Yeah. It's dangerous to say things like that. And I thought it was super weird too. Now, have you seen the movie American History X? Yes. Do you remember when fucking Edward Norton pulls down his shirt and shows the swastika and points to the Jewish guy and says, you see this? That means you're not welcome. And he yeah. says it again. That how, how ironic is that? That Joel, who's supposed to be, oh, so accepting of everybody and love everyone and everyone in the scene. You're so great. He tells someone, you're not welcome. Yeah. How fucked <laughs> exactly. up is that? And it's, how do people really not funny. understand that? That's the thing. Like, I understand other bands standing up for bands because, you know, they might have to work with them. Mm -hmm. But I'm really disappointed in people not coming out and being like, who the fuck are you?
1: Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. You know, it's really sucks because I really, really, really like Amity Affliction. Yeah, you're a huge fan. I'm a huge fucking fan. And every year, it seems like every year, Joel has done something to turn me off from them. This is the second time that I've had I mean, I even had to unfollow him, uh, and I know that's like stupid. <laughs> oh. it, it's stupid because it's like, oh, you know what? Fuck you, dude. I'm unfollowing you. I know that sounds stupid, but his tweets annoy the fuck out of me. Right. That right. I literally had to unfollow him because it's so annoying. Just like I had to, the word Kanye West from my Twitter and shit like that. It's not. That, <laughs> it's not that it like, it's it, it's not that I have to not hear because I get triggered or nothing. But right. it's just annoying to see right. over and over. Joel did the same shit. He's very, very, very hypocritical because if you ask him anything, he's very open arms. Uh, the world should be in peace. Halalala, you know, that type of shit. Like he, he's like that. You can tell that's yeah. the message that he tries to spread. Mm-hmm. But at the bottom line is it's his way or the highway every single time. He's done it with politics and he does it with religion, yep. which are basically the two things that people make the world go, like it makes the world go round. Politics and religion. Yeah, and I I hate them both,
0: but I get it. Yeah,
1: yeah, like it's a topic that no one likes to have, with you know a conversation that no one wants to have. Sure, but he tends to have it all the time, which is fine. But he doesn't do it in a like educational type conversation of like, hey, let's talk about it. He does it in a way of like, it's this and it's this or nothing. Everything else, you're fucking this and you're fucking that. So like, just like the same thing with the Trump guy. Yeah. It's like with the Trump kid, you're wearing a Trump shirt, boom, Trump shirt, kid, what does that equal? Racist. If you believe in God, that means you are anti-gay. If you are Republican, you are racist. Like every single thing that he has, he has an immediate equal sign for, which is just completely like you're saying, honestly, dangerous. It's just
0: not right. It's fucked up. The unfortunate part is it's like what our society is now. There's no more context. There's no perception anymore. No. It's your perception it's or one nothing at all. Right. Yeah. It's never seeing anything from other people's point of views. Because also, wouldn't you say, so if we got into it, and we're not going to get into a whole conversation about it, but if we start talking about mental illness, right? He sings about mental illness all the time because of the yeah. suicide stuff, right? Right. But if you think that someone's anti-gay or you think someone's a racist, or you think someone's like a terrible person, wouldn't that person probably have mental illness? Yeah. You see what I mean? But now he doesn't protect that because those are different views from his.
1: That's exactly it.
0: You didn't go see them live in Dallas. They're going to be here. I think it's either, it might be this weekend or next weekend. And I really like all the bands, except, I mean, I like old Amity Affliction. And then they get really stale and irritating and boring and everything else. But I did used to like Amity Affliction. I've seen them live so many times. I've supported them. I bought their merch. I've done all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. I don't think I'm going to go to the show because why would I give this douche money?
1: Yeah, exactly. I, I really, I'm at that point, you know, I really liked their music and all, but man, they're making it really hard to continue to support them because yeah. it feels like when you do support them, you're supporting the antics. And, man, I'm just not for it. And, you know, I don't want to really, like, say Amity because it maybe the other band members, you know, maybe they don't think like that. They might, though, because they're not, you know, going against it, right. per se. But I haven't really seen anyone else talk about it, like, from the band.
0: Yeah, I haven't checked Aaron. I mean, Aaron's very outspoken a lot about a lot of stuff. Like, he's pretty fucking annoying. A lot of times, like on Twitter and stuff. So he hasn't backed him up, but I think it's just because they probably want one unified voice. And that's what Joel is. If they start having a bunch of people, then it gets all muddled. Yeah. So I think that's where they are right now is just letting him talk. But yeah, man, it's just, to me, I hate Trump. I hate Democrats. I hate, like, it's not actually, it's not Democrats and Republicans. I hate the extremes of both of them. Yeah, that's why it's the same as I hate extreme libertarians, too. Even though I would consider myself more on the libertarian side than anything else, you have to be moderate to understand the point of view of lots of different people, because your side is never always going to be right. It's impossible.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right.
0: And that's the thing I'll never understand is when someone says, well, no, I'm a Democrat, so I vote everything Democrat. Well, the Democrats aren't always right. It's the same with Republicans. I I have to vote everything Republican. Well, they're not always fucking right. The best presidents have been ones that see both sides of the issues and do research and are intelligent.
1: I can't agree or disagree because I personally, I don't know much about that shit. I like, I don't know much about it, so I'm not going to pretend that I do and fucking oh, yeah, go no. on Twitter and go on a whole rant about
0: it. <laughs>
1: but I, I, I'm not that educated on the subject of politics. I don't like to go like super deep into it, but yeah. I do feel like there's a common sense part of politics. And right. I think that's kind of where I'm at right now. Yeah. I don't know if I'm Republican. I don't know if I'm Democrat. I don't know if I'm libertarian. It's the smartest I, way to be, man. I, I think just every time there's a presidency, you weigh out all the options that that's how I've been doing it. Like right. even this last, um, you no, know, the texas voting right now was a huge thing here in texas that was everywhere and well same here In
0: yeah
1: I, I went out and voted and before i voted i mean that was it was actually kind of like researching all the different perspectives yeah. from everybody not right. just republican not just democrat like you look up everybody and you yeah. hear everybody's thing and you hear what everyone has to say and then you make your decision that way not based off of fucking other people's opinions and shit which is i mean it was And refer back to the Amity thing. When you're Joel, you have to understand that what you say, some people are going to take that as concrete. That is what it is because they look up to you. You can't say shit like that on stage and you can't tweet shit like that because people will buy that and they will go off of your stuff only and they will live like that.
0: It's just wrong. Look, I think he should be more responsible, but I also think he has the right to say what he wants. So I'm not, once again, I'm not saying he shouldn't or shouldn't be able to do it. I'm just saying he doesn't have the right to tell people they can't wear shit. That's that's yeah. the whole point. So I'm not saying he can't say it or shouldn't be allowed to say it. He can do whatever the fuck he wants, but know that other consequences. People, yeah, and other people are going to do what the fuck they want. You don't get to have your way all the fucking time because he seems like a fucking whiny baby to me.
1: That, that's how i came across it too when i was reading the tweet and i was seeing all this stuff the kid even replied to him and when he replied to what the kid said it's like oh my gosh dude this is actually two children going at it right yeah, now
0: right that's what it looks like and i made the joke to tie because you don't want to bring violence or anything into the situation but i saw the 15 second clip of that kid and i'm like this is a fucking dude, kid sh- so of course people are gonna pick on him but you know what joel you're not gonna fucking pick on me if I show up and do something, what are you fucking gonna do about it?
1: Yeah, no, I agree. I would actually be very interested into seeing if he would do the same thing to a you know, an older person. And and I don't wanna say that he's targeting kids on purpose and things like right, that, because right. that's that's not where I'm going with it. But I do feel like he he must have felt like he had an edge or an advantage over it because this is a kid. And plus, you know, everyone on the internet fucking hates Trump anyway. So his oh, right. stance, you know, he feels like he's got everyone on his side when all he did was look like a
0: child. Right. And I mean, he looks
1: more childish than the fucking kid, right. honestly.
0: And bands have security. They also have fans in the audience. So most people aren't going to let anything happen between anyone either. So there's also that as well. But I'm just saying, like, you can't always talk big unless you can back it up. I, I think People that's, in the crowd love that shit, too. Oh, of course they did. Yeah. I mean, that's just the way it's going to be. I mean, they were in Las Vegas. So it's just, I don't know. It's so fucking weird to me. And then also, I I doubt you saw this, but Hostel Array, friend of the show, Hostel Array, also made a very similar post that no one is welcome at their shows with that kind of stuff either. (sighs) In the mentions or in the comments, they actually said also, well, if you were to wear an Obama shirt, we would call you out as well. So I get it. They don't want any politics. I just don't think you can tell people what to wear and what not to wear.
1: Why the fuck not? What does it matter? They came to listen to your fucking music. They paid for it. Everything else is secondary. Well, the
0: way I would look at it too is there's the possibility to change their minds on something. So it's not necessarily that that person who's a Trump supporter is racist. But what if they were? And then they show up and you see all this lovingness and everyone enjoying the show. And you listen to some of the lyrics of songs. And you're like, wow, you know, I really like this. And you research some more. And then you completely change your mind on something. Like, I thought that's also what music was about, too.
1: Yeah, exactly. That is, it's like like the other day when I went to go see Spate. Everything is upside down, star this, upside down, cross that. that that's what you saw everywhere. It's like right. if I came in there with my fucking cross on, which I always have on. And if I wore like a Silent Planet shirt or something like that, would they shut down the show because I'm supporting, you know, a religion or something like that? No, they're not going to do that.
0: I asked Ty that as well. Like when I wear a cleaver clothing with, you know, the fucking cross and a and a noose.
1: To go to Silent
0: Planet or something. Yeah. Are they going to freak out? Is Joel going to have like fucking flashbacks? Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> he hasn't mentioned it. And I would think that would be one of the most significant moments of his life. So wouldn't that trigger him or something? Like, where's the line? And I think that's the problem is there shouldn't be – well, we all know, look, don't wear a fucking KKK shirt. You should get your teeth kicked in for that. You know what I mean? That's
1: completely different. That's where context comes into play. But that's the thing. Forget about
0: There's no context anymore. And that's the kind of shit when Joel says that where it's like a Trump name is on the level of a swastika. That's why it just blows my fucking mind that people didn't, like, besides other Trump supporters, that rational, logical people didn't go, dude, you got to calm down with that. That's idiotic.
1: Yeah, because that's exactly what I thought when I first read his tweet and I saw that, you know, that initial statement. I said, oh shit, someone wore some Nazi shit to his, yeah, right. you know, to the show. That's, that was my immediate
0: thought. And then for sure, there are certain things through history that we have deemed inappropriate for public use, for for like, like walking down the street in public. There are certain things that you cannot do. We know that. But do we need to start adding more things to that list? No. And who gets to make those fucking decisions? Because it certainly should not be him.
1: It should, I was about to say, it, definitely not fucking Joel. Yeah.
0: And look, I know he would never do it, but he's totally welcome to come on the show and we can have an actual debate about this kind of thing. I know he only wants to be right. And he would hate someone to be telling him that he's wrong logically and giving him examples. It's just a shame. Like, I liked talking to Ty about this because he was on Joel's side. I like talking to you about this because you're not on his side. It's just really interesting that so many people have so many different opinions on it. I just, I wish I had the quote because I kind of did it a little bit on the past show. It's that quote about how people, I think it was the Nazi, it it wasn't a Nazi quote. But it was it was someone who had lived through World War II, I think, and he said, when they came for so-and-so, I didn't speak up because I wasn't that person. When they came for this person, I didn't speak up because I wasn't that. When they came for this person, I didn't speak up because I wasn't that. When they came for me, there was no one to speak up for me. And I know I butchered that, but I, I could have looked it up and read it word for word, but look up I that quote. You but you know what? Like, I love that. Because that's the way I feel as human beings, we need to look out for each other. Because yeah. who gets to make, like when is that choice going to be against you?
1: Yeah, exactly. No, that's very true. And and it's good
0: that you brought up that quote too, because even though I, I fucked you it mean up. there.
1: No, but it made it made sense though.
0: It, good, it did thank make you. Sense. Thank you, Jackson. Yeah. So yeah, is there is there anything else we want to mention on this topic at all?
1: Well, there's one thing I want to say. I don't think this is, this should be a topic of sides. Like, I think there's not a right side and a wrong side. I think they both just messed up. Just suck. I think they were just both, both, uh, technically both sides, whatever. uh, There's not a side. I think this was just a bad set. And I feel like if you did have Joel on to do an interview with him, I'll be honest with you. I don't feel, I used to think so. But I don't feel like he's the kind of person you can have an educated conversation with. I feel like it would be a a back and forth of insults.
0: Yeah. Like, I think you could still do it with Garrett Russell.
1: Oh, 100% sure. You can completely disagree with Garrett on every single thing ever. He memes a lot, which is really funny and cool. Oh,
0: my God. Uh, don't he, call he memeing cool, please. Please.
1: Fuck you. Anyways. <laughs> he does that shit a lot. Like he's always doing that on Twitter and it's super funny and it's really cool to look at. Oh, okay. cool. Um, cool, cool, cool. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> but I feel like with someone like Joel, no, there, there wouldn't be an educated conversation. I feel like it would just be a terrible, terrible thing. Like he, he, oh man, he wouldn't even do it. That's the thing. Well, that's not just cause it's you. I don't think he'd be open to have that conversation with yeah. anybody who he doesn't know. That he can just, like, have Oh, yeah, just steamroll
0: the opinion. Yeah. yeah for sure. No, no, absolutely. So, moving on from that, Jackson, I think we're going to try and end this on an upbeat, even though there will be some, you know, worst stuff on the list as well. But we are going <laughs> to talk about 2018, since I have still not given my list of the worst and the best. So, how about we do that right now? Does that sound good to you? Let's do it. All right, everyone, the moment you've all been patiently waiting for, obviously, is the Ian's Best and Worst List. Now, for people that know the show, we do not do top 10. We don't do any of that gimmicky bullshit. The reason, I don't know if people know this, but the reason why most places do top 10s is because the band's market and publications and all their management and stuff like that, they often pay to be on those top 10 lists very true that's what normally happens so we don't do that we're just going to talk about terrible albums and then really great stuff that you should listen to and there's no limitation there's no limitation for it I think I said limitation and then I (laughs) backtrack limitations so let's start with the worst because I want to end on a positive note does that sound good?
1: that sounds awesome
0: All right. the worst list for 2018 I've got Trophy Eyes The American Dream
1: oh what?
0: terrible awful awful
1: wait hold on though before you could before you go on with that did you at least like that one song where it's like some of
0: my friends sound drunk that's what i hated i hated oh, oh, i love that song i didn't like <laughs> Gallop, but i love that song Sorry. i just don't know what happened to them i used to like them and that album was so not my style so i'm hoping they still can go back but for right now definitely not okay next up we had Moose Blood. I don't think I can do this anymore.
1: A great, super forgettable album.
0: Absolutely. Then we have Fall Out Boy with Mania. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that bitch came out. As you should have. As you should have. Yeah. Memphis Mayfire with Broken. <gasps> oh, man. That so bad. Hurts. So fucking bad. Oh, no,
1: it's terrible. It just oh, yeah. hurts. I oh, wish yeah. it was good.
0: I wish they were good again. Yeah. No, they've been terrible for a long time. Yeah. Bad Wolves with Disobey. Yeah. Yeah. they're not even worth fucking talking about. No. (laughs) Worcester with Identity Crisis. Uh They had a great first album. Yeah. And that thing was just garbage. And I hate talking bad about them because I really wanted to like them. But that album is awful.
1: No, I'm not disagreeing with you.
0: Then we have actually this band put out two terrible albums in 2018. Bullet for My Valentine because they put out Gravity and then Gravity Deluxe Edition. Oh, gosh. So it was deluxefully yeah. bad. But, um, <laughs> oh, yes. But, um. Then we had Escape the Fate with I Am Human. Oh,
1: I don't agree with that one. What? It was not that bad.
0: Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> it was mediocre. The
0: lyrics were laughable. The lyrics were like a 14-year-old girl wrote them.
1: Yeah, no, the just weren't great. But the music, uh, I thought, was pretty good. It, it was mediocre. That's what I'd call it.
0: Do me a favor and listen back to the episode where Dave and I ripped that album apart because I had, I think I had like a top 10 worst lyrics, (laughs) (laughs) which I always enjoy doing. That's funny. Sorry, man. It has to be low. Now, this one you're definitely not going to agree with. The Amity Affliction Misery. Nope. I said it before. It's like they decided they took a piano or they took like a soundboard and just put random sounds in wherever. They were like, wait a second. Does this sound good? No, but let's just put it into a track.
1: No, 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 no. It was
0: uninspired bullshit.
1: Definitely uninspired. <laughs> Definitely not their best, but it was still good. And I don't feel like there was as many electronics as you're saying. There was like three or oh, four of that electronic so fold, but there was more. Uh, there was more songs without it than with.
0: I'm surprised. I I just I I tried. I really did try, and I just at least you tried. Sh- yeah, I mean, all these albums I listened to multiple times. Oh, poor you. Because I don't want look. The best the best thing that could possibly happen for a year for music is to not have anything on your worst list.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So I didn't want to put these... Like, I don't want these bands to suck. Yeah. They, they just do. That's all. <laughs> Except Amity. What? Go uh, ahead. And then last but not least, or actually really, really least, can you guess who it is? Asking. No, is I don't concert? have that. I don't have... There are some albums that I really didn't hate. That just didn't. They're just in the like limbo. Okay, honorable. Yeah. yeah okay. So that's what that's where Asking Alexandria is.
1: Ah oh, shit! Uh, did the water parks album come out? Today? There it is. Ah, I got
0: it. Water parks with entertainment. That album what I'm really happy about at least is that album came and went so fast, and I think it was a huge flop.
1: Oh no, it definitely was a flop. And but I hope no one thought that was a bit because I guessed it so quick.
0: <laughs> no, that was actually you no. Know, you got it. That was all. Okay, (laughs)
1: can I never guess it? Whatever you say. All right, guess it. I think out of the ninety-nine times you told me guess, I think this was the first time I ever got it right.
0: Yeah, you are often incorrect. (laughs) That is very true. And now you're being a dick, which is normal. Normal? Yeah. (laughs) You're right
1: though. Yeah. Your top songs, like none of them are entertainment songs. I like. I looked it up and shit like that, which you know, I don't know why I did that, but their top song, like, there's nothing on entertainment on their top
0: yeah no it was a very misleading title that's for sure (laughs) so anyways fuck all those bands i hope they get better there you go
1: okay i like that
0: yeah I, i mean look i want to like all those bands but i just can't and there are some that i despise like bad wolves water parks like there are some that i really 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 hate but anyone who makes good music can turn me around
1: yeah, some of them you hated. Some of them were more disappointments.
0: Yeah, because you sure.
1: wanted them to be very good.
0: Absolutely. I want veteran bands like Bullet for My Valentine, Amity Affliction, who else? Like, there are a couple others that have been around for no, so long, Escape the Fate. They should Escape be making fate, good yeah. music now. They should yeah. be the, like, I should be waiting for them to be making music, being like, oh man, this is going to be another masterpiece.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that, that's how I look at it. They're just huge disappointment in what's actually hurt more.
0: Exactly. It's like when your mom says, I'm not mad. I'm just really disappointed.
1: Yeah, fuck that, dude. That's worse.
0: Yeah. When your mom <laughs> says that to me, I'm super pissed.
1: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> it took a lot to sink in. I was like, what?
0: Oh, <laughs> oh your there mom. it is. Because first
1: I talking about your mom, and I was like, what? your mom. Oh, your mom. you
0: said your mom. Oh. Oh. All right. Now <laughs> let's move on to the positives. We've got the best EPs. We've got Bill Murray with Solid Chubb. Eyes on Satellites <laughs> with The Illuminator. Sorry, I love that name. Solid Chubb. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Eyes on Satellites with The Illuminator. Saving Vice with Colder Than Dark. Altares with Myself on Fire. The Anchor. Make it last. Harm what we know is a drop. From inside, when I'm breathing without you. Right home, overgrown. I, the map maker, searching. Savage hands, barely alive. Panic wolf with paralyze. Assuming we survive with chapters and a scent like wolves with spirit vessel. Good list. I Thank you, sir.
1: A sound like wolves, one too.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, and look, I have to apologize to people if I forgot things because I did not keep a running list this year because I had so much going on. So I went back through like my Spotify and through like things that bands had sent me and I tried to put the list together. So there's an even longer list now for best albums, but I tried.
1: You tried. That's all that matters.
0: Whatever. It's a better list than anyone else has come up with. I can tell you that. Oh, for sure. Yeah. All right. You're going to love this. You ready? Okay. Best albums of 2018. I thought about doing a bit here where I just started naming, like, really, really shitty albums. Like like Ariana Grande. <laughs>
1: oh, dude. What the fuck?
0: Thank you, next. You know? It's funny. All the time. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Someone on the new Ian Hates Love podcast, coming very soon. The person makes a Ariana Grande joke, and I didn't get it, and then I realized what it was. So now I had to do it. <laughs> That's the rule. Hello. You got to pass on the joke. It's like a curse. <laughs> yep. All Who right. am I going
1: to curse with this joke? Now?
0: Yeah, now you have to do it. That's just <laughs> the way it is. All right, here we go. Limbs, father's son. Ghost Key, see this through. Nice. Crazy 88, burning alive. Boston Manor, welcome to the neighborhood. Misfortune, how the story ends. I hate heroes, save yourself. As It Is, The Great Depression, The Plot in Dispose, Slaves, Beautiful Death, Architects, Holy Hell, Trash Boat, Crown Shyness, Hail the Sun, Mental Knife, Roseview, The Misery in Me, Fit for a King, Dark Skies, Don Brocco, or Don Broco, I should say, sorry, Technology, Casey, Where I Go When I Am Sleeping, Arcane Haven, self-titled, Necrogoblicon, Welcome to Bonkers, Slowly Slowly, St. Leonard's, A Band That's No Longer Around, The After Image, with Eve, Light This City, Terminal Bloom, Dance Gavin Dance, Artificial Selection, Seraphim, Shades of the Future, Convictions, Hope for the Broken, Gatherers, We Are Alive Beyond Repair, Unearth, Extinctions, Old Wounds, Glow, Rolo Tomasi, Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It, Avoid with Alone, and Hostile Array, Self-Titled. Wow. That's a fucking list right there.
1: You left out one that I did not think you were going to leave out.
0: I know which one you're thinking, too. If we're playing the guessing guessing game, I can tell you. Well, actually, I left out two that I thought you'd notice.
1: I definitely noticed one. I don't th- I don't I
0: didn't notice another. Maybe I'll save that to talk with Dave about. Oh but
1: damn it, dude. I wanna know though. Well I'll tell you off air. Hi, you hear that fucker? I'm gonna know in a second and <laughs> y'all are no, no, no. na
0: That has happened a couple times actually where people are like, I'll tell you off air. I'm like, fuck yeah. All right. That sounds good. <laughs> Sweet. Fuck the audience. <laughs> like who gives a shit?
1: <laughs> you have to leave that in there too. Like, I'll tell you off air. Oh yeah. That way right. the fans are like no, what no, the
0: fuck, dude? The I want to know. Well, I'll probably talk about it with Dave, and I think Dave's Dave's episodes now are going to be they're going to be recorded on a Friday, and they're just going to be bonus episodes. So we're just going to shoot the shit.
1: Nice, nice, yeah.
0: So I think that's the way to go. But so, anything stand out on that list? where you like, oh man, I can't wait to listen to some of these. Oh, Ian sucks. Where's you know Ariana Grande?
1: Well, besides Ian Simon, which is just the way things are. Yeah, true. Two of my standouts on that list that I just absolutely loved that I mean I didn't come up with a list, but there's there's these two that sit at the top for sure, and that's the convictions, hope for the broken. Sure. But that's just like probably actually I'm actually wearing the hoodie right now as we speak.
0: Oh um,
1: and the plot and you with dispose. Yeah, that album is fucking incredible, incredible, incredible. It's one of the only times it's that someone changes their sound and it's for the better.
0: And then seen. if you saw them live, too, it sounds yeah. so much better live as well.
1: Yeah. it's And, it, and it's so cool because it sounds different.
0: Too. Yeah. Absolutely. Look, I'm going to see Landon Turr's solo for the first time in less than a month. His solo shit's good, too. I love I it. I like it.
1: that yeah. album he came out with, the fucking Obsession, I think it was called. I really liked
0: it. Yeah. No, it's really fucking good. I May Be Evil is a great fucking song. I hope he plays yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that's I mean, I know I just did a whole list there. Maybe I'll even publish it so that people can see it, you know, but Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's a lot of that's a lot of fucking music and I'm sure I still miss some of them. But the way I do a best of list is it's what I go back and listen to. And what you're going to notice on the EPs and the, you know, full albums, there were a lot of friends of the show on it, and it's not yeah. because I'm like, "Oh no, I got to do this because they're on the show." I had them on the show because I love their music. Yeah, exactly. So it just goes hand in hand. You know what I mean? So it just works out exactly the way that I want it to, because to me, they're making great music that I want to share with people.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's the best way to do it. Too. That's how you have the conversation. There's a reason why your conversations are so good. And it's oh. actually with people you like.
0: Thank you, buddy. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Well then yeah. on that, I think that is a great way to end the show. So, Jackson, are you ready to end the show?
1: I'm ready, man.
0: Let's do it. All right, Jackson, it is end of the show time. We got a lot covered. I was looking at the time. We spoke for a long time on a lot of those issues. So I want to ask, do you have anything that you would like to plug?
1: Uh I guess my YouTube channel. Nice. Um I finally got it up and going again. Uh, it's going really strong now. I don't I don't plan on stopping anytime soon. I'm really having fun with it. Nice. Uh, I've been posting two to three videos a week now. Great. Consistently, which is something I had to struggle with at the beginning because technology issues, but now I can do that every week. Um actually Coming out with another video tomorrow, but that means nothing to everyone listening because this will come out yeah, later.
0: This is coming. Uh, I can't. <laughs> it just can't come out. It's so, like, yeah, <laughs> so many episodes.
1: Um, but yeah, I mean, my YouTube channel, Jackity, uh, it's spelled J-A-C-K-I-T-Y. Subscribe mm-hmm. if you love me, or if you hate me, <laughs> subscribe anyways because I'd appreciate it, and hopefully you like the videos. Have a lot of fun doing them.
0: There you go, man. Always, Ian hates. You can get in touch with me on Twitter and Instagram, at Ian Hates Podcast, And then, actually, no, no, see, I fucked it up already. Twitter's at Ian Hates Podcast, Instagram and Facebook are at IanHates. And then you can always email me, IanHates at gmail.com. Like I said, not sure when we're going to start doing, you know, weekly Ian Hates musics again. I would really like to do that. If you're listening to this, you're like, holy shit, I would love to be berated by Ian every week. Go (laughs) ahead. (laughs) Get in contact with me. Ian, He's not exaggerating. I'm not really exaggerating. (laughs) I'm a super nice guy off the air. But on the air, you got to deal with some jokes. And I would love it if anyone was able to come back at me with jokes. That just hasn't happened.
1: That's that's false. (laughs) That that is false. Now now you're taking it too far.
0: That's what I do. Hey, I'm too far gone. You cuck. Hey um, oh. Cuck. <laughs> hey you racist.
1: <laughs> I don't know what cuck hey, means. A lot of like Europeans use it, so it sounds cool.
0: Wait, wait, no, no, no. You don't know what cuck means?
1: No, I really don't.
0: So cuck is short for cuckled. Do you know what cuckled means?
1: Like you screw someone over?
0: No. Isn't that,
1: isn't well, that like I got cuck? Someone screwed me over.
0: Well, no, it's more it's a dominance thing. So if you're a cuck, there are people that enjoy watching like their significant other get fucked by another person and have you and like have the person who's a cuck watch it's like a dominance thing like they like to be a sub that's what a cuck is so if you say someone cucked you it it, it is true someone took advantage but it's almost like you wanted it so you're degrading yourself even more <laughs> right, you're still a fucking cuck so whatever I don't know <laughs> It just sounds super offensive. Well, it it technically is because that's certainly not my personality. So that would be an offensive term to me. It's It's like just, But since I don't care. Oh, I love that fucking word. I know you do. It's so good. It's so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Just being cunty to people. Like that's a great thing too. Just cunty. That sounds great.
1: What? Makes me cringe.
0: Oh, you weirdo. I (laughs) always say
1: that when I'm like beyond paid fucking cunt, dude. I don't know, dude. That's just weird
0: ah i don't know man i just i just have fun with it
1: shut up cuck <laughs> that's a fun word you.
0: that is that's a super fun word well if anyone wants to come on the show and have me call them a cuck Ooh. then you definitely can i am looking for people because like we said jackson's got shit to do his wi-fi isn't the greatest dave can only record on fridays and that doesn't really work for album reviews and then also ty is all over the place so there's no way. Plus, he doesn't like any new music. And he he said that multiple times.
1: <laughs> He's such an old man. Yeah.
0: So I like hearing Ty's opinions. Like, his top 10 is fun because I think he had, like, two that are on my top list. But mostly, he doesn't like any new music whatsoever. So it's hard to do album reviews and all that kind of And he knows that. He knows yeah. that. So I will have him on the show continue to. But it's not going to be on a regular basis because that's just not going to work. So I need one or two people that can do this show on a regular basis. I'll still do the conversations. I'm really trying to get Ian Hates Movies back. I don't know what's going on with that. And then I have the brand new podcast, Ian Hates Love, that has been recorded. I have artwork. I just need music. And then I need to submit it. So all this stuff is happening. There's lots going on in 2019. I have put out two to three episodes per week now since the start of the year nice so yeah and this is all free there's no fucking membership club to join there's no (laughs) anything you don't have to worry about any of that fucking bullshit it's all free it's all for you guys and i enjoy doing this like i really like talking to jackson i really like talking to ty having gray on was awesome like we need to just have a podcast where I talk to all these people on a regular basis. I just wish everyone had the ability to do that. Yeah. But anyways, I think I've rambled enough. I think we're good for this episode. So Jackson, you know how this ends. Do you have any final words for everyone?
1: I love all of you listening. I love you all.
0: And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. So goodbye to everyone. I'll be here for long. Your intention is you. This is your deserved song. So. I'll